Okay, we are going to start. <coughs> Please find a comfortable position. Keep your back straight. Gently close your eyes. Take few deep, long breaths and relax your whole body. Please do it few times. Experience relaxation and peace. Feel harmony with your body. Feel close to yourself. Now send your loving thoughts towards yourself. May I be well. May I be happy. May I be peaceful.
Now send your loving thoughts towards your family. May all of my family members be well, be happy, be peaceful. Think of them individually, by names. Even you have some difficulties with them, right now bring their pictures to your mind. You are looking at them, they are sitting in front of you, you are smiling to them. May my parents be well, be happy, be peaceful. My grandparents be well, be happy, be peaceful. May my children, grandchildren be well, be happy, be peaceful. May my brothers and sisters be well, be happy, be peaceful. send your loving thoughts towards whole world. May all living beings be well, be happy, be peaceful. Unconditionally, we are sending our loving thoughts, all human beings, all animal beings, This loving-kindness meditation is very powerful practice. If you can live in that mind state, you have lots of spiritual benefits.
Now slowly turn your attention to your breath. That means you are bringing attention to your life. Life-giving breath. No breath, no life. There is no difference. Life and breath. And also there is no difference. Meditation and living is the one thing. When you are focused on your breath, you are focused on your life. When you are truly focused on your life, you are doing meditation. Only thing you have to bring to your life, loving kindness and mindfulness. No need to repress your thoughts. No need to control your thoughts. Let them come and let them go.
mind wanders, that is the nature of the mind. No need to struggle or go against your mind. Learn how to be with it. Is it possible for you to be friendly with your mind? Be friendly with your thoughts, feelings and emotions instead of go against them or pushing them away. Be gentle with them. Accept them, manage them.
Now observe your mind, observe your body. Your body is relaxed, your mind is calm, tranquil and peaceful. Make a strong determination to practice every day. This practice always helping you to keep your mind balanced and content. May peace be with you. May you be well. May you be happy. May you be peaceful. Now we are going to chant for you all, all the people who requested prayers and blessing. I'm thinking of them all, different places, different states. And also you can think of them too if you have someone in your lives need blessing. This is a good time to think of them. Please receive the blessings. Namo tassa bhagavato arhato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa arhato samma sambuddhasa Namo tassa bhagavato arhato Sambuddhas itipiso bhagava arhang samma sambuddho Charana sampanno sugato loka vidu anuttaro purisadamma Santa Deva Manusanang Buddho Bhagavati Swakato Dhammo Sandintiko Akaliko Ehipasiko Opa Panchantang Veditambo Vinyuhiti Supatipanno Savaka Sango Ujupati Panno Bhagavato Savaka Sango Pati Panno Bhagavato Savaka Sango Samichi Pati Panno Savaka Sango Yadidanchantari Purisa Yugani Anta Purisa Pungala Bhagavato Savaka Sango Ahuneyo Pahuneyo Dankineyo Anjali Anuttaram Punyang Kentang Lokan Sati Etena Sanja Vanjena Dunka Vupa Samintu Te Etena Sanja Vanjena Pasamintu te etena sanche vanjena roga Vupasamintu te karaniya manta kusalena yantang Padang abhisamincha sanko ujucha sujucha suacho chansa Timani santusa kocha subaro Cha ampa kincho cha sallau ka vunti santin 
ಅಂಪಗಂಭೋಕುಲೇಸುಅನುಗಿಂದೋ ನಚಕುಂದಂಗಸಮಾಚರೆಯೇನವಿಂಪರೆಯುಪವೇಯುಂಸುಖಿನೋವಾಕೇಮಿನೋಹಂತು ಸಂತಾಭವಂತುಸುಖಿತಂತೇಚಿಪಾನುಭೂತಂತೀತಸಾವಾ ಸಿ ಅವಿದೂರೆ ಭೂತ ಸಂಭವೇಶಿ ವಂಭೆ ಸಂತ ಸುಖಿತ ಪರಿಕುಂಭೇತನಾತಿಮೇತ ಕಂತಚಿನಂಕಂಚಿಭ್ಯಾಸನಾಂಚೈಯ ಮಾತಾಯತಾನಿಯಂಗುಸಾಕುಂತಮನುರಂಕೇವಂಪಿಸಂಭೂತು ಭಾವೇಪರಿಮಾನಂಗುಂದಂಗದೋಚತಿರಿಯಂಚಸಂಪಂಗಸಪಂತಿಂಟಂಚರಿಸಿನ್ನೋವಾ ತಸ್ವಿಗತಮಿಂದೋತಿಂಗಿಂಟೈ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೇತಂಗ ವಿಹಾರಂಗಿದಮಾಹುದಿಂಟಿಂಚ ಗಮ್ಮಶೀಲವಾದಸ್ಸನೇನಸಂಪನ್ನೋ ಕಾಮೀಸು ಗೇದನ್ನಿ ಜಾತು ಗಂಭಸೆಯಂ ಪುನರೇತೀತೀಯತೇನ ಸಚ್ಚುಕ್ಕಾಪಸಮಿಂತುತೇನ ಸಚ್ಚುಂಜೇನ ಭಯಾಪಸಮಿಂತುತೇನ ಸಚ್ಚುಂಜೇನ ರೋಗ ಉಪಸಮಿಂತುತೀತಿಯೋವಿವಂಜಂತು ಸಂಭವಿನಸ್ತು ಮಾತೆ ಭವತ್ವಂತರಾಯುಖೀದಿಗಾಯು ಸಂಭಮಂಗಲಂಕ್ಕಂತು ಸಂಭದೇವತಾಸಂಭಬುಂದಾನುಭಾವೇನ್ ಸದಾಸ್ವಂತಿಂತು ಸಂಭಮಂಗಲಂಕ್ಕಂತು ದೇವತಾಸಂಭದಮ್ಮಾನುಭಾವೇನ ಸದಾಸ್ವಂತಿಂತು ಸಂಭಮಂಗಲಂಕ್ಕಂತು ಸಂಭದೇವತಾಸಂಭಸಂಗಾನು ವೇನ ಸದಾಸ್ವಂತಿಂತು ಕಪತ್ತಾಚನಿಕ್ಕಾಚನಿಭಯಾ ಸೋಕಂಪಂತಾಚನಿಸೋಕಾಂತು ಸಂಭೇಪಿ ನೋ 
telling me that, you know, I come to meditation, I want to emptying my mind, I say, good luck. <laughs> you never get that. You cannot empty your mind. Always information there. Why? Many, 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 many years. We put all those information. Now we are believing those information. Some, some information, some conditions are cultural. Some conditions are social. Some condition coming from your mother. Some condition coming from your father or your brothers and sisters. Uh, social norms, society, where we live. Because of that, all those information get into our mind. Now, we are believing them. So now think about, I am coming from Sri Lanka. My first 20, 21 years, I was in Sri Lanka. Now think about how strong that mind, whatever condition my first 20 years, 21 years in Sri Lanka, still it is in there. Now think about your mind. Now being born in America, still all the condition you learn and practice still there. Even you go to the another country, you go to Sri Lanka, still you are you have American mind. Because why I say that one of my friends living in uh, Sri Lanka is almost like Sri Lankan now and he has lots of information, he knows the language, everything he is okay, but still that American conditioned mind popping up. So even I am here now, most of my life I am out of country. Still whatever I conditioned when I was young, that first 21 years, still those things really strong and come into my mind, then I get upset. Now think about because of all those conditions we are believing, this is the right thing, now we have problems. So therefore, I am always trying to have an unconditional mind. Even we have conditions, because my mind is conditioned to Sri Lankan culture, now your mind is conditioned to American culture, right? You know, the maybe when you go to Europe, your mind have a European culture. So even you go to all those cultures, if you are meditating, you can survive. You don't have conflicts. So first time when I come to here in this country, I hate forks, you know, eating from the fork. I hate it. Because why? I am so conditioned to use my natural fork <laughs> and using my fingers. Now for me it doesn't matter. If you know sometimes I automatically go and just grab a fork and eat. Sometimes I have a way I'm eating, I throw the fork and eating from the fingers. Now I have both. I I'm okay to eating from a fork. And same time I'm okay to eating from the fingers too. It's not a big deal now. Now think about, you know, now think about, now you come to the temple, learn how to eat from the Sri Lankan food. Now think about if you are, you know, growing with a very traditional American family, if you go home eating from here and fingers and, you know, what, what your mom going to say? Go to your room. Go to your room, right? <laughs> go to your room. What's wrong with you? Why you are touching the food? Or, you know, all those, you know, why we are conditioned. That's what they are believing. This is not right or wrong. Those are the social things. 
we learn from the cultures. What I am asking you, don't believe all those things are true. Please adjust. If it is not harm to yourself, it is not harm to other people, it is okay to change. You know, like few months ago, we had hair. Just for fun, we are growing hair. So it's so big issue for many people. Why? According to their culture, how they condition, monk has no hair. That's what they think. But still, we have hair. We shave it. That's the problem. You know, that's the, that's why we don't have hair. We still we have hair. So that means, based on looking at hair, they are making their judgment. Then they are thinking, is it right or wrong? Now think about, you know, today. I was busy, and uh, I come here and sit here with wearing a short and T-shirt and have a, my baseball hat and teaching and meditation. Maybe I know it's not a big issue for American people. I know it is not a big issue. I know that. But oh, today, how come Bante come with wearing a short? Why? Why you have now condition in your mind? What is the condition? Monks means they have to wear a robe. If he doesn't have a robe, there is no monk. But now think about somebody can wear this robe. Can be a serial killer. So the, you know, I'm asking you, but I'm not telling you. Tomorrow I'm coming to the meditation wearing short, but I'm not going to do that because I have respect for that. I have respect for the community, but based on those condition, don't believe your contentment is there. It is not. What you see, what you hear, all your senses, all the information you are getting. Don't believe them. Now you are believing them. That's why all the people are in trouble. Why people come to meditation to decondition those information? Be an open-minded person. So uh, maybe you experience other day. You know the Buddha is uh, making a beautiful Buddha statue. I was talking about the equanimity, equality, and you know the teaching of the Buddha. Then. Um, Is you know the Buddha statue colors from the rainbow colors, and I post those pictures on the Facebook. Many people love it. I got an email. Why you did that? <laughs> right? Why? So for me, it doesn't matter. It's not a big deal for me. But what is the matter? Our practice. Practice is important. You know, somebody said maybe you disrespect to the Buddha doing that. No. I cannot respect to the Buddha or the disrespect to the Buddha is totally my mind. How you believe, how you see things, how you understand things. Right now, I know some people here. The Buddha statue, they are using in the keeping in the bathrooms. Buddha statue here, symbol of peace and the decoration. So first time when I see that, I was thinking these people go to hell. <laughs> Why they kept the Buddha statue in the Toilet. You know, our Buddhist culture never do this. Why? Buddha statue we always keep in a higher place because of the respect. It's a culture. So first time when I see that, like a yoga studios and different way, everywhere is a Buddha statue. I know their mind; they don't have any bad intention. They don't have any bad intention. But the problem is my mind. 
why I conditioned that way. That's what I am believing now. Now you can see how we are making, creating the problems in our life. Now if somebody see a Buddha statue on the ground or the bathroom, it's not a big issue for me. But I will tell if you want to keep this Buddha statue, it's a proper place. Kindly, lovingly, I will say that. That's a respect into the, that leader and, you know, the proper place, you know, always, right? We, we don't go and, you know, leave our, uh, you know, utensils in the bathroom. <laughs> you know, our plates and cups, do you leave in the bathrooms? No, we don't. Because they have a drawer in the kitchen. So that means Buddha statue also have a proper place to live. So that way I understand that. But based on that, no need to make a problem in your life. It is okay. Because doing that, if somebody did that, I don't think that person is disrespecting to the Buddha. No. Respect is, you know, the, your inner feeling, how you feel about him. Now, Karen, you talk about Buddha is my teacher. You had some tears today when you are talking about the Buddha, you know, before the class. And so that means your inner realization is so powerful about the Buddha. That's why you become so emotional about it. Because now you have that power in your mind. That is the Buddha, not the statue or, you know, it's a cement. So all are conditioned. So I'm not asking you to keep the Buddha statue in the bathrooms. I don't. But be mindful about it a little bit too. We never leave the Jesus in the bathroom. <laughs> I never seen that. So therefore, we have to have be in the middle ground. And so we have to respect to that. Okay, I understand that. So what I want to, what I'm going to tell you, <clears throat> people always judging. Do you judge? Do you judge? I do. Now he has uh, uh, hair, what is called the drag locks, right? Oh, hair, you know, you know, it's not always I see it. Oh, drag locks. It's beautiful. Some, you know, long time ago, when we are young in Sri Lanka, when somebody has a tattoo, I don't know, maybe he was same many, many years ago, people so scared to that person. They think it's a thug, <laughs> like a killer. That's what they were believing. Now about here now, if somebody see a tattoo, it's an art. It's a big business now. It's changed. So therefore, no need to believe everything. It's a, this is a permanent way to, this is a perfect way to believe it. No need to. So always you can adjust. When you are practicing, you are so adjustable. You are not creating issues in your mind. Or you are not creating problems in other people's lives. It doesn't matter how they dress. It doesn't matter how they eat. It doesn't matter how they have hair, right? It doesn't matter. That's their personal lives. So now when I'm asking this question, do you judge? You said yes. Now I'm asking, if you say yes, why you are telling other people don't judge? <laughs> right? So you said everybody's judging. Okay. Now you are telling people, if I say, oh, Karen, why you have a short hair? or something like that, if I say that, then you may say, Bhante, don't judge based on my short hair. You may say that. So people say, you say, I cannot live without judgments. But when somebody says something, you say, don't judge. So sometimes certain things when I tell people, people, very American term, always people say, Bhante, don't judge. 
Then I say, I do. I judge always. Now looking at you all, what I'm doing now, based on your smile and you know how you are looking at me, what I'm doing? I'm judging. <laughs> listening to me, what you are doing? Listening, feeling, hearing, what you are doing now? Judging. So we all are judging anyway. Judgment is all right. But the problem is a condemnation. Based on that judgment, if you are condemning the person or the culture or the situation, that's wrong. So that what I'm asking you, make the judgments all the time. When you say don't judge, that's another judgment. So let them to judge, but don't condemn. So I have a story. When I was traveling in Phoenix, uh, Arizona, uh, so one uh, my host family, always they are giving me a car to drive. So, you know, last 10 years, they are giving me that car to drive. It's a Jaguar. Right? It's a nice Jaguar. Right? I'm, I'm driving this Jag. Kind of first day, I was thinking, it's a, you know, I can put the you know, top down and, you know, and so it's very interesting, right? I love it. So then same time, I have a little concern. Oh my God, people have conditioned mind. I don't know how people are looking at me. So then what I'm doing when I go to teaching, driving the car and I, I park, I park something little further. <laughs> Why? I was thinking, I don't want people to judge me. Then it's not good for my, my practice, or not my practice, not my lifestyle. Uh, maybe people have wrong um, idea about it. Then one day I realized, oh, it doesn't matter. You know, I have stuff in the car always. So then I always go and park the car in front of the yoga studio or something like that. So then I'm getting out the car. After many years, I'm using that car. It's become so normal to me. Then I'm not thinking about it. I just go and drive there and park and get out from the car. One day, I went to the yoga studio and to teach. Lots of people were there. There was a man in the front area, in the lobby area. Always people, when they see me, they are so nice to me, smiling and kind and talking, introducing. But this man is not really interested about me at all. Then I was thinking, it's weird. You know, he didn't say hi or not, not really, you know, involved. But anyway, I am there to do my job and I did my work. Then one of my friends from Illinois, you know, they used to live in um, Colorado. She came to surprise me. Right after my class, she was there, hey, Bhante, surprise, you know. Then I was shocked, how come you are here? So then she asked me, let's go for dinner. I said, sure. And also, she said, did you meet that uh, person in the front area, lobby area? I said, I don't know, you know, he didn't talk to me. Oh, he's my friend. I invited him to dinner too. We all are going to dinner. Now we went to dinner, all are sitting, they are talking. But that man is little talk, you know, but not that much interested. Always people asking questions. Then we had like an hour, an hour and a half sitting there and eating. Then we came out. I said to my friend who came to surprise me, I said, hey, I'm going home. My car is right there. I'm getting to the car. Oh my God, you know, she was laughing. Oh my God, you have a Jag, right? You are driving Jag. She knows me really well, right? She, I said, my friend, that's not my car. You know that. I'm from Illinois. How come I have a car here? This is my host family car. They are giving me this car to drive. Then that man looking at me, really? 
this is not your car? I said, no, this is not my car. How come I have a jack? I'm a monk. <laughs> I don't have that much money to buy a jack. <laughs> you know, so <clears throat> then he was so upset about it, you know, you know, laughing and oh my God, my judgment. When I'm coming to the studio, I park my truck or whatever. Then I saw you are getting out from the jack. Then I was thinking, oh my God, another kind. He's a fake. He's a fake monk. He's rich. He has money. Now he is driving a jack. Now I'm not interested. The moment if I didn't explain that conversation didn't happen, still he's thinking about me. I have a jack. I am a rich monk. I'm rich. Different things. I'm rich. <laughs> not with the car. <laughs> so then finally he became a really good friend of mine. Still we are really good friends. He's my Facebook and he invited me to uh, California and you know all the you know he's a wonderful person. But what I'm thinking, then he made the podcast with me because he's, you know, doing the podcast. So what I'm telling you, when you see something, when you hear something based on whatever you see, based on those conditions, don't make your judgment and assumption and thinking he's a good person or bad person or something like that. No. So that means you are losing so many good opportunities because of that. So many good op opportunities because of that. So. Like, uh, you know, maybe last year, you know, the, our president gave me the, his uh, BMW car to drive. I was driving like six months. It's a two-door car. So then I said, Tyler, I don't want this car. I don't want people to judge me. Then he came to me and said, Monk, how many years you were teaching us? Don't live based on other people's ex expectations. Then I said, okay, I will take it. <laughs> right? I love that car. I'm driving fast, like 90, and you know, I had lots of fun with that car. So anyway, lots of people made the comments about it. Many people, people who know me, they really had lots of fun with it. People don't know me, they created the stories. They create, finally, I gave that car, you know, because it's, that car doesn't work for me anymore. And so it's very interesting, right, how we see things, how we hear things, and we are believing it. Therefore, whatever we get from the societies and the cultures and the traditions, don't think that is your ultimate truth. It is not. It is not your ultimate truth. Ultimate truth is how you understand yourself, your mind, your thoughts, your emotions. Then you can make your life. And same thing you are doing when you are meditating. When you are meditating, what you are doing? If you are not mindful, making the, all the stories. Now think about, you know, you, you know, while you are sitting here meditating, I'm just making the story, you have a trickling like a throat. Then you are saying, maybe I have corona. <laughs> <laughs> right? How many times we had that kind of thoughts in our mind? So many times, you know, I heard the story, one of our meditation center, you know, um, you know, the, my, uh, one of my mentor, he did the, you know, like a workshop last month, his name is Upo, that meditation center, I heard that story, when one girl, you know, the Western girl practicing meditation at night, middle of the meditation, she start to cry. Then the people ask later, why you are, middle of the meditation, why you are crying? Oh, it's a funny, you know, crazy story. During the meditation, what she felt, mosquito bite in Sri Lanka. So then she was thinking, oh, mosquito is biting me. 
oh, maybe malaria. <laughs> now, sitting on the cushion, she was thinking, now I have malaria. Now I have malaria. Now she is sitting on the meditation cushion, middle of nowhere, right? <laughs> then she is thinking, before I leave UK, my mother asked me to get the vaccination for malaria. I rejected. <laughs> of course, now I have malaria. Now I have, I'm sick. I have fever. You know, this place, top of the mountain, I don't know how to go to the hospital. Now I'm very sick. I have fever. People take me to the hospital. Now I'm laying in the hospital bed. It's not like uh, England, in Sri Lanka. I'm going to die in Sri Lanka. <laughs> you know, middle sitting on the meditation cushion, she was experienced about the death and fear. She started to cry. Now think about every day, we all are doing the same thing. Why we, are, why we cannot sleep at night? Because during the day, we made all those conditions and stories and keep thinking at night is really affecting to our life. So therefore, mindfulness is closely watching and observing your thoughts, your feelings and your emotions, what is your come to your mind and don't believe everything as a reality. It is not. If you are believing that, always you get into the troubles. So, now I am asking, go home, drive and judge. Judge all the time to survive. But based on that judgment, don't condemn other people or yourself, your mind or your body. Don't judge. So, it's still hurting you and the world. Okay? Thank you so much for this evening. Thank you.